0: Hey, HoopBallers, are you into sports betting? Do you want to know why a certain game has a funky line? Well, HoopBall has you covered. Today in Sports Betting is a great addition to all your handicapping questions with hosts Iris Silver and Devin Ellington. We break
1: down game lines and future bets on all sports and try to make some money along the way. Follow us on Twitter at Hoopball Gaming, at Silver Magic, and at D-A-L-E-007.
0: And download Today in Sports Betting in the App Store, Google Play, and available on Spotify. The
1: following is a HoopBall presentation.
0: Welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria, joined uh, none other by Brenton Eckersley for this wonderful Monday, August twenty fourth slate. We're uh, we're starting to see some of these playoff series close out over there, Breton, but uh, you know not before we could see Luka Doncic put on one of the best. Playoff performances, one of the best performances, one of the best games I have seen in a long time. This dude was lights out and had to end it with a step back three point buzzer beater over the Clippers to win by two. Did you I mean I don't even want to say did you see it? Because even if you didn't watch the game, you you saw it. It's it's all over you know, Twitter, all over social media. But Brad, what did you think about that performance?
1: Yeah, look. Uh, to be honest, Mike, I haven't haven't seen it, but I will go see it uh, after we record this. That's for sure. Um, yeah, all over Twitter, hard to avoid. And how did I know you were going to start there? That's uh, that's really surprising. Um, yeah, the kid's just a gun. So uh, fantastic to watch. Uh, I mean,
0: yeah, it's it's hard to imagine why I'd want to start with Luka Doncic or the Mavericks tying this uh, this series up. Or... <laughs> But no, I mean honestly, for for as much as I do love the Mavs and and Luca, I probably don't talk about him or play him enough in DFS. He wasn't even somebody I was really on, Uh, though. There, you know, Kristaps Porzingis being you know scratched right at that last minute, um, you know, turned him into what was probably one of the best plays that you could have had on the entire site, or the best play you could have had on the entire site. So, uh, you know, I think we should. Still, keep talking about him more on this podcast. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't <laughs> think I'm mentioning him enough is what I is what I'm trying to get at because uh, I had zero ownership really. Um, he just oh, no. absolutely poured it out. And I, you know what? It, I didn't have a ton of exposure. I was doing a lot of running around and and kind of getting some stuff done today. So I did play a decent amount, but you know I wasn't right at lock uh, to to kind of catch that Kristaps news. If I seen that, I would have thrown some Luca into a few lineups, but. I missed it Uh too much. Too much. Uh too, too, too much. Let's uh I think it was about 40, was it 43 or 47 actual points, 17 rebounds, I believe it was, and 14 Ooh. assists, something like that. A monster triple double. I'm uh you know, I'm, I'm getting them wrong off the top of my head, but yeah, I would check the game out. You gotta Ooh. check the game out. Absolutely. It's it's worth just going back it was a fantastic game all around. Uh, over time, it had all of the making. So, enough about that. Um, before we do, we're going to jump into everything. We're going to get to this slate. We're going to stop talking about Luca so much. But uh, before I stop talking about him, because, you know, I'm just saying Luca probably knows all about Manscaped as well. So, you guys should go check out Manscaped. Use promo code HoopBall20 and you get 20% off your entire purchase, plus free shipping. So you go pick up the lawnmower 3.0. We get the crop preserver. uh, You get the conditioner. They have everything, all the good luxury products uh, for men's grooming needs, and their products actually smell fantastic. Uh, My girlfriend's actually been complimenting me. I've I've been messing around with the body wash. I've been trying all the different products here and there, and I haven't been let down yet. So go check them out. Use promo code HoopBall20, but... Bratton, we have four games to jump into. We're going to start off with this Milwaukee Bucks versus Orlando Magic game. Uh, As far as injuries are concerned, uh, four right now for Milwaukee. um, No one is being listed on the injury report. Um, You know, does that mean nobody's going to be out? Not necessarily. We have to keep an eye on them. Uh, the Bucks could start getting wild. But it looks like they're completely healthy. Mm-hmm. As far as the Magic it's a different story. Mo Bamba's still out. Michael Carter-Williams still out. Uh, we have Aaron Gordon being listed as questionable, while Jonathan Isaac, as we know, is still out. So uh, we've kind of been seeing what this series has been all about, but why don't you break it down for me? Start with
1: Milwaukee. Uh, who are you really looking at over there? Yeah, to be honest, not a whole lot on this Bucks team. Um, and that's just due to the matchup, and, and they're just killing Orlando and the minutes are low for the starters. And, you know, the the salaries really haven't adjusted too much. And honestly, uh, you could look at Giannis, but I, I still worry about the minutes there. I mean, he's, he's getting value easily uh, at this $11,000 price tag on DK. But I just think there are better options on, on this slate if you're going to pay up. So, you know, not really looking at too much. Uh, Bledsoe's are maybe. Um, I think there's better value to... Uh, um, in the point guard spot that we'll get to a little bit later though um just with the minutes all being low w- w- have you got any interest in these guys
0: nah man i'm kind of right up there with you uh you know middleton finally started to i guess kind of snap out of his funk in that last one but he's still struggling man he still shot seven to 17 uh so I, I i can't go near him 7900 that's too expensive uh for middleton and like you said you also have to worry about them having you know limited minutes as starters if this game is out of hand uh the same almost goes for blood i mean bloodso has been playing well don't get me wrong um you know especially compared to middleton uh but in this entire series he hasn't eclipsed 30 minutes yet so that kind of worries me it kind of caps his upside a little bit and uh you know while the price tag is great i want to be able to get that full upside out of blood so so i don't i don't really think i have any interest uh in any of these guys over here Uh, maybe outside of a guy like Brooke Lopez is because, you know, he's usually floating around that 30 minute mark anyway, but, uh, no, not really a ton of interest in these bucks. So we'll, we'll slide right over, I guess, to Orlando then. Um, I mean, same, the same woes and fears have to be there. I guess if you're looking at this from the lens of that, you think Milwaukee might be able to run away with it. Um, but why don't you talk about Orlando? I mean, Vucevic has been playing well throughout the series. 9,100 is expensive for him, but could you see yourself landing on him?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, there are some good options at, at centre and you can pay up for some guys we'll chat about later. But 9,100 is okay for Vooch. I don't mind it. He's been reaching value um, pretty easily before the last game anyway. Um, so, yeah, it, he's a cheaper pivot away from someone like AD if you're looking further down the slate. And, you know, the, the matchup is a good one. So 9,100 is not too bad. Um, minutes have been fine. I'm okay with it, but yeah, I'm not, there's just not a great amount of trust you can place in this game. Mike, for me, uh, outside of maybe Gary Clark, if if Aaron Gordon still doesn't play, I think he's still questionable. Uh, 4,100, he's he's getting through that value uh, easily every night if Gordon doesn't play. How about you?
0: Yeah, I, I've been going to the the value pieces on this team. Gary Clark, uh, James Enos. Enos was ejected in that last game, so... Uh, I don't mind going back to the well on him in this one. He got into a little tussle with Marvin Williams. They both got thrown out. Uh, James only played about nine minutes in that last one. So uh, otherwise, he's pretty much had a floor of at least about 20 DK points uh, in this matchup. So, I mean, I don't mind looking at Enos. I don't mind looking at Clark. Um, I don't think I'll end up getting to too much Vucevic, but you know, I'm not going to argue with the price tag and you know, knowing that one of the centers that we've kind of been turning to uh, is most, you know, in my opinion, might most likely be out on this slate. Uh, we're running out of options. Uh, you know, we know Houston center. We're not really playing anyone over there. Uh, you know, there's there's pretty much uh, Nurkic. And then we're looking at the guys in Indiana and Miami. So uh, by default, we have to consider Vucevic with all that being said. So, that, you know, do I end up landing on him right now? Probably not. But once crunch time hits, I might end up having a share or two of them. Uh, before we bounce off of them, though, Augustine, uh, coming off of you know pretty solid performance, 24 actual points on an 8 of 12 shooting, put up 36.75 DK points. That's uh, at least, you know, 34 DK points in three out of the last four games. Uh, so any interest in DJ Augustine at 4,600? It looks like he's been just outplaying Markel Fultz so far in the series
1: oh easily and yeah yeah you're right 4600 you know great price if he's going to get to the 34 dk points that we've been seeing apart from that that one game the second game um yeah he's absolutely in play and even even in that one he he still got to 19 dk so um you know even that's kind of right around value so yeah why not uh you know if you're going to maybe spend down on point guard position or throw him into that second guard spot he's definitely worth a look <laughs>
0: Yep, that's kind of exactly you know, where I thought, um, you know, it's, it's tough to also chase points on a guy like that. Uh, he's very capable of putting him up back to back, but it's just, you know, the minutes are going to fluctuate once in a while with D.J. Augustine, especially with Markel Fultz. For a closer game, you might see uh, you might see a little bit more Fultz because they need him defensively. D.J. Augustine kind of just bleeds points. But that's uh, that's all I got from that one. So why don't we keep it moving to the next game? Uh, a little bit more, I guess, interesting. Uh, should be a little bit more competitive as well. We have the Houston Rockets going against uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, as far as who, uh, Houston is concerned, Westbrook is still out. And then uh, Luke um, Rashard Amamute is still out as well. And then we do not have Oklahoma City releasing an injury report just yet because we know we need to monitor some of the news uh, that will be going on with them. Steven Adams dealing with uh, knee bruised right knee. He left that game and the last one did not return. Uh, it's being listed as questionable right now, but uh, we'll have to we'll have to monitor it. I mean that's going to be some pretty big news for this slate, um, and that's pretty much the only the only real I guess news that we're really going to be following uh, going forward in this slate. It's going to be the big news of the day. So we'll start with Houston. Uh, We've been seeing this team, what they look like, what they're doing without Westbrook. So why why don't you take me through a couple of the plays that you're looking at over there?
1: Yeah, sure. So I'll skip the obvious guy right at the top, and maybe you can have a chat about him and just go down the list to Jeff Green. 5,400, he's he's had a significant price jump, but uh, he is just playing out of his mind against uh, the Thunder. So uh, it's hard to go away from him, even at 5,400. Uh, he's going to be good value, but just one thing to watch here is the ownership. Um, that may be way up there. So, look, you know, you could, you could flip between him and Gary Clark on the Magic, who's, um, you know, 40 uh 4100 he's he's significantly cheaper so um he's worth a look he's going to be a pivot player for me only um Daniel House Daniel House junior has um been been playing really well as well in the last couple starting to get up there at 5k but two out of his last three against the thunder um he's exceeded value easily um even at, even at 5k no problems playing in there he's pulling in boards he's, he's got nine and ten boards in the last couple and really low turnovers as well so while he's shooting at this high clip um, I, I think you can ride him a little bit longer and, and see what happens what do you have any interest in anybody that I've mentioned or anyone outside of James Harden?
0: uh yeah you said daniel house and that's a guy that you know kind of perks my ears up i've been noticing what he's been doing especially with the rebounds and uh that's not necessarily by accident it's it's just showing you that pj tucker has his hands full trying to fight somebody else off a box out. so i don't mind looking at house at 5k i actually probably prefer him over jeff green uh, for 400 dollars cheaper uh eric gordon's actually been playing well since he returned from his ankle injury and you know got reinserted into the starting lineup and Uh, You know, the dude is shooting. So I don't mind looking at him, even though he's 6K. uh, You know, I don't I I don't like that price tag at all. But he's taken 44 shot attempts over the past two games and he's really been shooting poorly. Uh, He's only hit 14 out of the 44. So uh, a little bit of positive regression might come. It might come into play here. And, you know, if he ends up shooting, you know, 45 or even 40 percent on that type of volume, uh, you could be looking at like a thirty-five to you know forty DK points sort sort of game. So, yeah, uh, terrible price tag. Six K is just an ugly price tag to pay for Eric Gordon. Uh, but as a pivot play, maybe in a lineup we're not playing James Harden or something of that nature, and you just want to get some exposure. Small forward eligible. I don't mind him either. Um, probably not going to be playing Covington or uh, or Green though. I think I'm going to limit myself to House and Eric Gordon, and then obviously uh, Mr. James Harden. So. We can't ignore him. <laughs> he's there. He's a beast. He's probably going to end up triple doubling just because of what Luca just did. He's got to remind people who he is. Uh eleven seven is an expensive price tag, but he's always very much in play for me, especially given the situation. So um, I think on this slate, I probably will have some James Harden.
1: Yeah, you've got to have some of him. That's for sure. Westbrook's still out. You know, go hard at James Harden. You know, even at eleven seven, he he he's... Pushing through that uh, fairly easily most nights, um, you know, I, I just, I just don't know if I'm going to pay up for him a lot on this slate. I think there are guys around this salary. Um, if you're going to pay top dollar, that may, may uh, have more to play for. Not, not more to play for, but may just put up uh, a, a bigger game. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm in on Harden, just not high percentages.
0: Absolutely. Let's uh, let's slide over to OKC. Uh, these guys playing massive minutes in the last one for the Thunder. Uh, a lot of guys came out, stepped up, put up some pretty big performances, including Chris Paul, Shea, and Schroeder. So we'll start with the three guards, backcourt. Which uh, which guards do you have interest in, if any?
1: Uh, Schroeder is now at 6,200. So that's a pretty big price jump from 57. Uh, he had a big game last one, but that was in overtime, 39 minutes. And uh, he's only really scoring around 25 to 26 in two of the last three before that game. So he's risky uh, for me. He he definitely looks like he's getting towards full steam, though. So not a bad option. Um, I'm just going straight to Chris Paul. Uh, I love Chris Paul in the playoffs. He, you know, wants the ball in his hands and and he's, he's playing out of his mind, except for maybe the second game. He's at 8K. That's just smash territory.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to be all over Chris Paul on this. Uh, AK, fantastic price tag, especially with Shea only being $600 cheaper. Uh, kind of almost take Shea out of it for me because at that point, I'm just going to spend up. I'll find the $600 somewhere and get Chris Paul. And I don't mind looking at Dennis Schroeder again. Yeah, he did get a little bit of price boost, but he was in a groove, man. These shot attempts are going to continue to be there. He's playing 30-plus minutes. It's going to be a high score. It's going to be his type of game um So I, I think I still I'm gonna still go back to the well on both those guys. If I can't afford Chris Paul, I'll pivot off to a little Schroeder. Um, you know, if you wanted to play Shea, he's been playing much much better over the past two games. I was completely avoiding him at first, but you know what? It looks like he's starting to snap out. I'm just not gonna land on him. So that's that's kind of the situation I'm in. Um, don't mind Gallinari, especially knowing if Adams does sit. This isn't a team that's just gonna go throw Noel out there for 35 plus minutes. Noel will probably be instant chalk and. Might be worth it. I mean, you know, 3700 He he's going to be able to get you some defensive stats. He's going to get you a couple of rebounds. Not going to score a whole lot, but he'll probably be able to pay off that $3,700 price tag. The, the guy I have more interest in would be Darius Baisley, though. Um, you know, we've seen in the opportunities that he was a given minutes, most of those games and opportunities were, you know, without some of these starters and, and such forth. But Um, they're probably going to end up going small, knowing that the Rockets play small anyway. They could run Gallinari at the five. They can probably even run Baisley at the five against a guy like P.J. Tucker if they want. But um, if Steven Adams is ruled out, would it be shocked if he ends up seeing, you know, 24 to 25-ish minutes? Uh, And at 3,900, that might not be a bad price tag for him.
1: Yeah, we are. Absolutely smack bang on the same page. Uh, Baisley, 3,900. And, and the other name for me, if Adam sits, was Gallinari. The, you know, I watched the last one closely and the ball's just in Chris Paul's hands. It's in SGA's hands and it's going through Adams as well. If Adams isn't there, uh, I I think a whole lot more shot attempts come for Gallinari. And you're right, the small ball matchup, Baisley, if Adams sits, absolutely in play. His, his minutes have been way down. But of course, if you have a, a, a guy like Adam, Adam sitting then someone's got to play those minutes and you're on the same page as me i think it's Basley. i love some Basley. 3900 uh if he can get up to you know 20 24 minutes then that's great value
0: yeah and if you just try to look at that last game adam's got 35 minutes in that game so it's not like it was early in the first quarter and we could see exactly what happened which in my in my you know thinking kind of benefits us um uh, i hope you know i, I think noel's still going to be in play but I think, you know, it's definitely going to limit Baisley's ownership. So those are the kind of guys I'm on. I'm going to be looking at Paul, Schroeder, Baisley are going to be my primary options. And then a little bit of Gallinari uh, as my secondary.
1: Yeah, cool. We're, we're all over it there. We're both thinking the same thing. All right, brother.
0: We are halfway through. We have two games left uh, before we decide to, you know, just keep running right through these games. We're taking them down like a, a freight train right now. I love it. Uh, <laughs> let's give a quick shout out to our good guys over there on my bookie. Uh, go stop over at my bookie guys. You, use that promo code hoopball H O O P, B A L L. Get a nice deposit match. Go on there, try the basketball. Get a little bit of uh, you know. I hope you, know, you could have took some could have took some Dallas magic today. You would have been cashing out, feeling good about yourself. Mm, Luca, little Luca love. Uh, but, you you know, football is right around the corner. Baseball is going on right now. We have the prime of playoffs. There's not a better time to try your sports betting and wagering needs. And I couldn't think of a better place than to do it other than the guys over at my So, guys, go check them out. Up to the minute lines. Fantastic games. You can even parlay. So, two games left, my good friend, Brenton. Uh, we have the Indiana Pacers going against the Miami Heat. Uh, as far as injuries are concerned, uh, Damanis Sabonis and Jeremy Lamb, both still out for the Pacers, and then uh, the Heat—they're dealing with a little bit more than that, though. Jay Crowder questionable with a left ankle sprain, Igudala is questionable left hip soreness, and Derek Jones Jr. is questionable with a left ankle sprain. So, why don't you uh, why don't you start off with this Pacers team? Looks like they're going to be pretty much bubble healthy, I guess is what we can call it. Uh, and take me down uh, some of the
1: guys, if any, that you have interest in. Yeah, for sure. Just like to note there that you managed to get Luca into that little ad read as well. So congratulations on that one. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> I should probably just like I you'd think I'm on his marketing team at this point. But listen,
0: <laughs> if you're not on the Luca bandwagon, it is not too late. I mean, it's it doesn't even sound good coming from me because I think everybody knows how much I love this kid. But it's he's a, he's a, he's a top I tens I, not even high enough at this point. Uh, he's elite at, at this stage in his career at 21 years old. It is insane. Insane.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and I've, I've been looking forward to watching this one. Just with a little bit of extra side stuff that's going on with, um, uh, was it Montrez uh, getting caught saying what he appeared to have said and what how Luca might respond to that. And obviously, he's responded in a big way. Oh, actually. So. And
0: um, I'm glad you brought that up. So big shout-out because Trez actually – uh, pulled Luca, you know, to the side before the game, and did apologize oh, yeah? to him.
1: Oh yeah, good. That, and they, good, yeah, they got that cold. on camera.
0: Yeah, and they, they, they kind of, uh, you know, they hugged it out, they dapped it up, and then after the game, after Luca just kind of, you know, showed everybody who daddy was. <laughs> uh, Montrezl Harrell quote tweeted him, and said, uh, you know, hell of a game. This kid's very special. Uh, he's an unreal competitor, and you know, two two can't wait for the
1: next game. Pretty much so. Uh, uh, they they he, he, yeah. he really needed to uh, to step up and probably do that kind of thing.
0: Well, and it's great because I mean you don't you don't want to get that kind of reputation um, of of being one of those you know the guys that's like stirring up bad blood and everything. Because Trez has a great reputation; he's a great hustle player. Um, he's, he's he's overall he's a fan favorite of the Clippers too. He's one of their favorite guys over there. So uh much love I, I I love both players I think they're both excellent And it's crazy because when these two guys are right next to each other they're like the exact same size Luca's almost like bigger than Montrose Harrell um I know Montrose Harrell's not necessarily a tall tall center he's not even huge but he's still got some weight on him <laughs> Luca's a big boy uh but enough Luca I stop you know you got to keep me on the rails here Brent I can do <laughs>
1: it's all good man I, I like listening to it it's it's fine I'm happy to talk Luca too <laughs> and look, yeah I'm I'm really glad that that trez did that um without getting too political on a fantasy podcast you know the 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 thing is if if that was the other way around and a caucasian player said something like that and got caught on camera this would be the biggest news in the nba season so um yeah it's it's a it's a tough one it's probably something that you know might get said on a street court you know every five minutes or so, but this is the NBA. You gotta be professional and you got to be better than that, especially especially in this climate. Should we talk fantasy now?
0: <laughs> yeah, let's get into it, man. We got we got some good action. Um, you know, again, we could talk Luke all day, but we're not doing that. We'll save that. We'll have like a, a three part episode for it. But uh <laughs> let's start with this Pacers team, man. I, I mean we're starting to see some decent price bumps on a few of these guys like Brogden. Now he's up to seventy five hundred. Um we'll start with him. I mean he's been balling out during the series. He's been playing very well. Are uh, you going to have any shares at
1: 7,500? It's a big price jump. Um, for me, probably needed to be uh, around 7K. He obviously has, you know, this this massive flyer against the Heat uh, in the last one with 68 DK points. But before that, 40 and 37. So, you know, the value is there. I'm just not sure that we see that kind of flyer again. So, no, nah, I'll be leaving him alone here.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, he's to expect a repeat performance like that, uh, it's it's going to be tough. I'm not expecting anything like that. But he's been the primary facilitator and ball handler. You know, a lot of people, including myself, kind of expected when he came in over here for him and Old Depot to kind of share some duties. You know, of ball handling. But he's been the main facilitator. He's been playing on ball most of the time, while depot has been playing a little bit more off ball. Uh, and we just see how that affects his value. The assist should continue to be there. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, he could probably have another 40 or 50 point performance if the shootings on uh, you know, he shot 65% or yeah, about 65% in that last game where he put up, uh, almost 69 DK points with 14 assists. Uh, that's going to come back down to earth. If he's shooting, you know, 40% and still playing like this, we're still looking at a pretty solid game. So I'm not ready just to cross him out. Uh, just because the main guys I have interest uh, on this Indiana team, I've been treating them like the Raptors. It's just the guys in the backcourt. It's, it's really Brogdon. Uh, and it's really going to be all depot for me,
1: yeah okay, uh oh, look Brogdon's in play for sure. I just you know if you if you flip it over to the the heat point guard you know he's a thousand dollars cheaper on d k and he's putting up some good fantasy points as well, and we'll get to him, but um outside of those two, i'm not really looking at depot, um I think he's starting to look tired, um he should be burning through you know duncan Robinson. As much as they're throwing defense at him with Robinson, he should be, uh, you know, killing these these salaries, and he just doesn't seem to be. So I'll leave him alone. Um, I'm more interested in uh, Miles Turner. Um, there's a lot of centers that you can play on this slate, but if you want to pay down, um, or maybe even play the the plays centre at your utility spot on DK, then, you know, 6,800. Uh, what's his last couple? 38.5 and 39, so um, in DK points that is. So, yeah, he, he's been exceeding that value quite sim- quite easily and, and I'm happy to go back to him again if you need to play down or, or spend down and that's just where you land on your centre spot or your utility spot, no probs there.
0: Yeah, and I don't mind Miles Turner. I actually uh, I struggle with Miles. I don't I don't get that guy right a lot. Uh, you know, I don't get him on the nights where he actually decides he wants to rebound and block shots. I get him on the nights where he struggles with his shot and ends up getting six boards, and I end up getting twenty two and a half DK points or something like that. So uh, that might be that's a personal problem for me. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe take Bretton's word on this one. He's probably better off from Miles <laughs> Turner than myself. So we've all I, got
1: those guys, Mike. Don't worry, you <laughs> just cannot get right.
0: Yeah, uh, he's one of them for me. And you might be right on Old Depot too. I'm, you know, the more I look at it, I like the price tag, I like the shot attempts and and the volume. And you know, as this series just kind of uh, you know starts to to slip away, you got to imagine that these guys have to keep pouring it on. And if they have to get the most out of the guys. They're gonna taste the most volume of shot attempts. It'd be Brogdon. It would be Oladipo. Uh, Turner would play a boatload of minutes as well. Uh, And then in that same vein, if this game gets out of hand, they don't they don't want to have a Tobias Harris situation. So it's probably something that you missed out on because you just haven't. You know, it's the morning where you are, Brad. I don't I don't blame it. You didn't have you know just had your cup of coffee. I'm sure you probably barely got to jump (laughs) into all the news. But uh, Tobias Harris had a scary fall uh, late in the game. I had his feet taken out from under him accidentally. It looked like I think it was by Jason Tatum. Uh, and then he kind of, you know, went full, like full force, face into the ground. Uh, didn't even really like, slow yeah. So he had like a laceration over his eye. He got taken off the court. He was down for a couple of minutes in concussion-like symptoms. But it's in a series where the Sixers are completely out of it. They ended up losing anyway. They got eliminated from playoffs. And then one, you know, something, you know, catastrophic could have happened. So you got to be careful. Um, you know the the Pacers, especially with Oladipo's injury and everything like that, all that kind of comes into concern, and you know has me thinking now. So maybe I'll pull back or dial it back slightly on Oladipo from where I was, um, and maybe look more towards like Brogdon if if I want to play any of these guys in the Pacers. Um, I guess we could mention. We we should probably mention a little bit of uh, Justin Holiday. Uh, he actually he got inserted into that starting lineup. You you know it was Aaron that had been starting. Um, and now Justin's in there. It looks like probably for defensive purposes, because the uh, the Pacers have been getting cooked. Plain and simple. Have.
1: Yeah, and and you spot on. He's in there to basically help guard Jimmy Butler. <laughs> no, but nobody else seems to be able to do it. So um, yeah, Aaron has just been pretty terrible since the bubble started, and Justin's taken over. So forty two hundred. Uh, that's that's okay. Uh, even after a you know a bit of a so so game in in game three, he, he still got to twenty eight. In game two, DK points. Sorry, Um, and yeah, he's 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 okay. He's not a bad play at forty two hundred.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't expect uh, him to light the world on fire. He doesn't have that much of an upside, I guess, necessarily. But uh, decent a decent floor for a guy that's going to be getting the minutes. So we'll slide over to Miami, man. Um, You know, we talked about a lot of these guys being questionable. I'm I'm sure more more than uh, more than not these guys are going to ply with the play. Uh, We might see one of them sit, but. They're all on the wing, so that definitely gives some opportunity, I guess, uh, for the regular starters. They they would probably put the most, the biggest beneficiaries. Uh, if Jay Crowder, Iguodala, and Derek Jones were to sit, they pretty much all play uh, very similar positions at 3 and 4. Um, how they work that out, you know, uh, if Crowder sits, I think Iguodala, Derek Jones get more minutes. It's basically going to be like that. We just have to wait and see and monitor the situation to see who's going to play. Uh, but you know Jimmy Butler, Bam Draject, these three guys have basically been willing him through this series. Uh, we'll start at the top I guess with Jimmy Butler, 8100. Uh, you know it's he's been he's been returning again more often than not uh, kind of showing you know TJ Warren in this grudge match, uh, you know who the, who the bigger who the bigger guy is the top dog is I think Jimmy Butler said his exact words. he's not even in my league. Uh, he's not even in the same conversation. So, uh, you know, out of the past three games during the series, two of them at least 48 DK points. Any interest in Jimmy?
1: Absolutely. 8,100. I love Jimmy. I love me some Jimmy in my lineups. Uh, He just gets it done all over the court, you know points obviously rebounds assists he gets his defensive stats and 8100 is a price jump but it's still one that i'm in on um they as i mentioned just previously indiana just don't have a matchup for this guy they're doing the best they can throwing justin holiday out there but um you know you're talking about jimmy butler and tj warren they are not on the same level warren's had a great bubble but Jimmy Butler's been an absolute beast for a long, long time, and 8100's too cheap for me. I'll take him. Um, who do you like, and why is it Tyler Hero? <laughs> uh, I do
0: love, I do love Tyler Hero. Uh, not so much at this price tag. Uh, not he hasn't been doing bad or anything, but he's just been giving us you know right around that five x. Unless somebody's out, I don't know how much we could really de- determine or uh, you know expect. Uh, but I do like Jimmy Butler. You, you talked about Dragic a little bit before. He's probably my favorite play. On Miami, and, and by no surprise, I'm pretty sure he's probably been everyone's favorite play on Miami since this, uh, this series has started. I mean, we just talked about Jimmy Butler having 48 DK points over the past uh, two out of the past three. Well, Jim has 42 and two out of the past three. Uh, so, just in the same games so that Jimmy's done well, he's done well, and he's, he's right behind him, but you know, $1,600 cheaper. So, uh, I do prefer him over Bledsoe. I do prefer him over Schroeder at a similar price tag. I think him and Shea are very comparable. And, but he's also cheaper, much cheaper than Shea, so he's easily going to be one of my favorite top uh, or my, one of my top point guard options on the slate. I think point per dollar wise, still have Chris Paul higher than him on a Roy point raw, raw points perspective, also fifteen hundred dollars more. Um, so I, I, you know, Jimmy uh, Drogic, if you want to play Bam, I'm not going to argue with you. It's you know he's been playing great during this series as well. Um, you know these guys all seem to click, and that's the thing. It's not like you can't play two Miami guys. If you look the games that. You know, you see Jimmy Butler getting 48 it is the same game that Bam got 40 and Dragic got 42. So these guys are able to put together games uh, in the same thing. is it's mostly because of their versatility. You know, Jimmy Butler getting steals, uh, Dragic finally getting into a scoring groove, and Bam being able to pass from the center position and, and get some defensive stats and rebounds all at the same time where all three of these guys could have good games. So I have interest in all three of these guys. I wouldn't be shocked if I end up with uh, one, if not two, of these guys. Uh, I, I like these Miami guys a lot.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm pretty much down the same track as you. Uh, look, the the Bam call. I think everyone who's listened to us talk about fantasy knows that I'm a big Bam out bio fan. But I'm actually, I would actually flip back and and take the guy that you can't play, and that's Miles Turner. At, you know, $800 cheaper. Um, just just in this one. Um, I think uh, there's value right throughout this heat team. Um, you know, if Jay Crowder plays, then he's a great price at 4,200. Uh, playing him 24 to 28 minutes a night in this lineup, um, he can he can obviously kill lineup sometimes with bad shooting, but um, he, he's he's just killing the paces, and I'll take him at that price. Um, he's getting rebounds, and that's that's partly because um, uh, the paces have been playing small. Um, And you know, 4200 that's fine by me. The other guy out there is uh, also the question, the other questionable one, and that is Andre Iguodala. Like uh, he he is playing high minutes 25, 28, 28. Um, his production just hasn't been there. And at 3500, he's a really good low price, high value option. He could go bang pretty much any night. And um, if you need a, again, it's it's, if you fall on him, I I would have no problems with it because at some point he's going to unload.
0: Yeah, I think I'm, I can see myself getting a couple of shares, maybe of Crowder. I think he's uh, seems like he's just finally, you know, looking better as a cash play. Um, even has some tournament upside. I just don't see him necessarily getting to that 40 point. I could see 30, 32, 33 out of him. That would be a smash tournament play at 4,200. Uh, Iguodala, I, I probably won't play. Yeah, maybe you're right. If you just land on him 3,500, he's playing decent minutes. There's there's worse options definitely. Um, I just, you know, I don't see the upside in him with all these other guys. He needs, uh, he needs either Jimmy or Dragic to be out. He needs to have the ball handling opportunities. And uh, when we see that is when we see the increased assists. Um, and, you know, it's kind of hard to really trust anything else because we know he's not a high volume scorer, a high volume usage guy. Uh, so I don't, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe we, if we land on, him, we could take a look at him. And that's that's just me. Hey, listen, could be could be completely wrong. We could see massive games out of both Miles Turner and Andre Igudala, and I got my foot in my mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah, we could. Uh, we also might not. i uh, will be much happier playing Turner than in But yeah, it's just a tempting salary, <laughs> I guess. That's all. Yeah, and I,
0: I don't blame you. I mean, it was just a few games ago, and I think in that game it was with some of these starters out where Igudala played, and. Uh, you know, ended up having I think it was like thirty, like thirty-five or thirty-six K points, ton of assists. I remember that one. But we have one game left, my good friend. We have the Lakers versus Portland. As uh, as far as injuries are concerned for this one, LA has not submitted an injury report, but the um, I, but the Blazers have. Uh, Zach Collins is out. He's getting surgery on his left ankle with the stress fracture. Damian Lillard available. Uh, same with C.J. McCollum. Uh, Nasir Little is being ruled out uh, and this is my own fault man and I didn't even realize I just went through this entire show without mentioning mention any of the lines so I'm gonna speed right through those real fast guys I do apologize uh, we had the first game Milwaukee versus Orlando 220 half uh, 225 and a half game total uh, Milwaukee being favored by 13 and a half and that would be the highest uh, game total on the slate uh, Houston OKC 219 and a half Houston being favored by three Indiana versus Miami 216 and a half game total uh, Miami being favored by six and a half and then this uh, fourth and final game two twenty four and a half game total uh, Lakers being favored by seven and a half. So why don't we start off with uh, with this Lakers team. Uh, I think we pretty much know what we're doing with them. There's no secret. It's for me. It's just LeBron. It's just Davis. That's all I play and then I just keep it moving
1: yeah it's pretty much the same uh the same way every time the lakers front up i mean you know unless one of those guys is injured it's hard to find much value uh anywhere else you know uh as far as those two guys go uh, lebron at ten eight and anthony davis at ten five. i think lebron's probably the better play there um ad's obviously coming good um it has been been you know putting up good DK points in his last few, uh, but I just think LeBron may be one of the best plays on the board here at that higher salary. They're both rolling. Uh, the Blazers can't stop LeBron, though, that's for sure. They can't stop AD either, but, um, you know, that throwing Gary Trent Jr. out there on LeBron James and, and LeBron is finally, you know, kind of monstering him under the bucket and, and pushing him around inside and, and just doing what he wants with him. So, um, yeah, LeBron's just too strong for me.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I think I prefer LeBron over AD for sure in cash games. Just, you know, we know what LeBron's floor is and he's been showing some playoff, uh, some playoff ceiling. Um, And I wouldn't even blame it in tournaments. I expect Davis to always be lower on than LeBron James. But um, is you know, a nutshell. I I do prefer LeBron over Davis on this slate. And then, uh, you know, just so we don't just not mention anybody else, I guess you could look (laughs) at like Danny Green or Caldwell Pope. Uh, one of those guys, if the shots fall in, should be able to hit value. Do I want to sit here and guess which one, Caldwell Pope or Danny Green, are going to be hitting their shots? Because uh, most of the times, neither. Uh, but if I had to pick one, it'd probably Caldwell Pope. He just seems he's a little bit more, I guess, inclined to take double-digit shot attempts. While Danny Green uh, doesn't even know how to get out of the right side of the bed in the morning right now. He's uh, he's just hasn't been knocking down any of these corner threes. That and LeBron just looks at him and like it's weird when you're on the Spurs, you had no problem hitting those against me. Uh, and now he's, and now he's seeing him struggle over there, but that's it, man. I'm not touching McGee. I'm not touching Caruso or Howard, uh, Kyle Kuzma, 5,600. He could kick rocks.
1: Uh, not touching that either. I'll pull you up on Caruso though. Uh, He's playing some big minutes at the moment. He's playing more minutes than those other two guys that you mentioned. Um, And, yeah, I can't get into the KCP-Danny Green conversation any night fantasy. As you said, you just can't pick which one of them, if either of them are going to hit shots. So, nut. But Caruso's out there getting boards. uh, He's getting decent assists. He's playing minutes alongside LeBron. 27 minutes um, last time out and 27 um, fantasy points at 3,700. What do you think?
0: I think I, I definitely like him more than Iguodala, so you know, super nuts. <laughs> uh, and I, 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 didn't, I didn't even mean to say that as a joke. I mean, he wasn't that was <laughs> on my radar. Uh, but I mean, they're very similar price tags. I think there's only a two hundred dollar difference. So if I had to pick one of those guys, I'd I'd probably rather have Caruso. Uh, will I either end up on either one of them? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, yeah. Pro- probably not. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like I don't want to. I don't want to sit there and force the value, and that's very important. I think. Uh, sometimes you have value that's just a free square smacking you across the face that you can't say no to, uh, like Goran Dragic at the beginning of this series when it was like 4400 where it's like, just play it, eat the chalk, who cares if he's 85% owned, you're going to be a fool if you don't touch. Uh, there's none of that, necess- especially when you're talking about the third game into a series, uh, or even fourth game into a series, sorry, there's, there's none of that value. I mean, most of these prices are adjusted accordingly, uh, so... I just don't. I don't feel like I'm going to be able to get the the massive upside out of those types of guys. I think, at, you know, best case scenario, you're looking at a nice little six x seven x return, which we would love. But you know, what's what are we what are we getting in there? How like you know, what's the stud that we're getting in there? I, if I'm playing, you know, one of these next to uh, you know mid salary guys, I want them to be playing 30 plus minutes, starting for somebody that's sitting out due to injury. Maybe somebody else is out and they're getting a boatload of usage off the off the bench. Um, something, something like so. If a, a news report comes out and they said, "Yeah, Caruso's is going to start playing more minutes alongside LeBron James," maybe he starts, um, then I, you know, obviously gravitate towards him much, much more.
1: Okay, well, that's fair enough, man. I think you know people have different strategies and different thought processes when they're going into their fantasy lineups. And and as we go through these pods, I think we're up to number five now or something. You know, there's some definite differences between how you play and how I might play. And and one of those things that I really do like to do is is try to pick the guy. It it doesn't always work. In fact, it often fails. But the nights that you pick the guy that uh, nobody owns and is playing 27 minutes, like in his last three, he's played, uh, where are we, 29, 17, and 27 minutes. So that's just a little teller for me. I go, okay, well, they're throwing him out there, and at 3,700, he can really, you know, get high eight times value you know who knows what he may do so i'll throw these guys in there no i'm not building lineups around alex caruso yeah i mentioned that kind of stuff but (laughs) i like to pick the guys that aren't going to be high owned you know when um aaron gordon's out and gary clark starts everybody's going to grab gary clark and i just think it takes away value from um some of your lineups actually cashing
0: Oh, absolutely. Especially, let's be real, it all—it really all depends on what contest you're even playing in. If you're playing in the cash game, we're not even having this conversation. Alex Caruso is nope. probably not going to be on your team. Nope. Uh, there's just too much risk involved with that. But if you're playing in tournaments, you hit the nail on the head, you do want to differentiate. You do want to take chances, you know, whether it's if it's a single entry uh, tournament, maybe you don't. But if you're playing in those 20 entry max, maybe a three entry max, 150 entry max, whatever it may be, you have to take shots on guys like this. Otherwise, you're, you're really wasting your time. I mean, it's okay. You're, if you're playing GPPs and you're trying to, you know, actually do this the right way, you cannot expect the cash every single night. It's a near impossible task. I mean, uh, you'll be lucky if it's once out of every three days. Um, you know, right. what, you, what you're hoping for is that big fat return because you played a guy, you know, maybe it's Alex Caruso who's super low-owned on a night where uh, you, you the rest of your team just hits. You had the low-owned guy that hit. And now you're counting your cash and that made up for, you know, your losses the two days prior or maybe your cash gains along the way paid for those. But, um, you know, it's not just soup to nuts. Let's just go out there and take shots and play a low owned guy. Uh, it, it definitely. It's all in the context of what kind of, uh, you know, matchups and games you're playing. But uh, that was a great That's call. Cool. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up with Caruso too, because it gives us a good chance to kind of, you know, explain how, how we look at things for our listeners. But uh, let's slide over to Portland. Uh, Dame Lillard. 10 9. So almost the same price as Brian James at this point. Uh, could you see yourself playing him?
1: Yes. That's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, and it, it's all about dame time here for me. Uh, they are, you know, on the verge of getting thrown out of playoffs. Um, when else would you want to play Damian Lillard if not right now? It's, uh, it's going to be all about dame in this game. 10 9 a steep price tag, but yes, I am playing him absolutely.
0: All right. So now the tough questions. Uh, you know, <laughs> you already said that you wanted to play some of those guys from Miami. You mentioned Miles Turner. Uh, we talked about some of those guys on OKC that were you know six K and above. Chris Paul being eight. You're not going to be able to play Lillard and LeBron
1: um, if you're only playing one of those guys. Which one is it? Lillard. I knew you would ask me this question. I had it already <laughs> penciled down into my head, and it's still Lillard. All right. Um, just keep in mind that. LeBron is coming off a 29 fantasy point game two uh, two games ago before game three. So, so was Damien. But um, look, I, I just think it, it's, it's fingers to the watch on the wrist time. Damien Lillard goes all out here to keep his team alive. And I want stacks of Damien Lillard. I can't blame it for it. I think, I think both guys, I haven't kind of you know made
0: my mind up on those two guys just, just yet. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a multiple type of build situation for me. So I'm probably going to hit up that 20-entry max. I'll probably have 10 builds with, uh, you know, two studs in it and 10 builds with, uh, you know, one stud lineups, so, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, Lillard as my main guy or, or LeBron as my main guy. Uh, might even be a little hard in here and there. But it, it's going to be tough, man. We're going to have to be tinkering because, like you said, Chris Paul at AK, we want some shares. Jimmy Butler around AK, we want some shares. You know, Drogic, 6'5". Once you start to put uh you know two guys in there that just accumulate you know twenty two thousand dollars of your salary pretty much you could probably maybe fit one more of those guys and then you got to start you know really really not dumpster diving necessarily but uh trying
1: to find some decent value so yeah uh, and that's that's why i like to pull the names out of you know like the, the the dumpster dive names like alex caruso if you're going to pay up for these guys on multiple slates, which is probably where a lot of us are heading when, when there's so many stars in this, in this uh, card um, you have to find value elsewhere. So that's why I'm always going to throw up names in this podcast that maybe people aren't looking at or haven't thought of. That's part of my strategy. So Alex Caruso sure. you know, there are probably four or five other guys around that salary, but um, you know, we have to find value and we have to find, if we're doing multi-entries, we have to find different ways to build those lineups and also differentiate ourselves from the rest of the pack.
0: I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Very well said. And uh, people want to hear those names, uh, you know, and that's that's perfect. Um, and I'm sure, you know, I think the, the main value play that I have and around that range that I'm super interested in would probably be a guy like Baisley. Uh, but if we mm-hmm. do hear Steven Adams gets ruled out, you know, early in the middle of the day tomorrow, uh, everybody's probably gonna be on basically. It's, it's not mm-hmm. gonna be as much of a secret anymore. So it's still very well, very well worth uh, bringing up those guys. So um, we'll keep it moving though on Portland. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we know where you're at with Lillard, but uh, Nurkic, McCollum, uh, Anthony Whiteside, the rest of the starters. Uh, you know, any interest in those four guys?
1: Probably. A couple of them, maybes. Um, I'm, not, I'm not going near Nurkic. He, he looks done. He looks cooked, exhausted, swamped, whatever you want to say. He was barely getting down the court uh, in that last quarter. And the commentators actually made a big deal out of it, and, and rightly so, you know, not even running back on defense. I think he's cooked, unfortunately, which which makes me like Dame even more. Um Carmelo's interesting at 5,800. He had a shocker, an absolute shocker in game two. Most of the Blazers did, um, but he's reaching value in the other one. So there's nothing really around that price at small forward, power forward positions. Um, So if he fits your lineups, I have no problems playing Carmelo Anthony. And away from Nurkic, the – Whiteside at 4,800, he's right at value. He's not going to, you know, blow things up for you or anything like that. He's probably more of a a cash play maybe. Um, But while they're running him out there, Twin Towers with him and Nurkic um, playing pretty much the same kind of minutes every night, uh, he only needs 20 DK points and he's he's a chance to get there.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I have interest in Mellow and Whiteside. I don't don't mind if you want to play McCollum. Uh, He's always in play He's it's just happens to be he's like a milestone for me. Uh, I always happen to get him on the wrong night I'm not going to touch a with a 10-foot pole. He does just look so lethargic He does look like he's you know kind of uh, you know hampered trying to get up and down the floor Uh, Dude, dude probably needs a little bit of a break keep in mind up until the bubble that he hasn't really had any game action of basketball Uh, Then he gets thrown right into the thing. So Whiteside, they've continues. basically
1: been playing playoffs basketball since they yeah. entered the bubble as well. So it's telling on a few of them. Um, it's really obvious with Nurkic. Who knows? He goes out and puts up 55 DK points. I'll let him. But, uh, yeah, he just looked out of sorts in the last couple.
0: Yeah, absolutely. that's a fantastic call. So I, I'll go back to the while. Well, I've been playing Whiteside. Um, and the only thing I think I could possibly disagree with what you said about him is that I do think he still has some big upside uh, even, you know, we haven't really seen it. He's put up 20, 24 and 26 over the past three during this series. Uh, but he's played 26 minutes in at least two of these games. And we, we've seen what white side can do in the past in 26 minutes. And, uh, he hasn't hit that double digit rebound yet. He hasn't hit double digit scoring. All it's going to take is for him just to get, you know, a few of his own rebound, put back misses and stuff like that. A couple extra block shots. Uh, and he's sitting at like 34 to 35 DK points. And I'm not saying that's necessarily going to happen in this one. But that's why I like playing a guy like that, because he has that decent, nice floor. If you're playing him in cash or whatever, you feel good about it. Uh, But that ceiling, we haven't seen it in a while. Don't forget about it. That's all I'm trying to say. He does still have a massive ceiling. So um, I do like Anthony. I do like Whiteside. I will have some shares of Lillard. Uh, Probably not so much McCollum. Probably not so much Nurkic. But if you wanted to play McCollum, I get it. I just don't do it, because he usually beats me. And then when I don't play him, he beats me anyway. So. It is what it is. <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, yeah, about 40, 48 minutes, a uh, quick little breakdown for all four games. So, uh, anything you would like to say, uh, why don't you let the good people know where they can find you on Twitter?
1: Yeah. On Twitter, you can find me at terrain 72. So that's T E double R A I N seven, two. Come and give me a follow. Absolutely. Go follow him. What are you guys doing? Uh, good information guy that's readily available,
0: who will answer your questions when you have them. So, absolutely advantage of it jump on it guys so you can find me at mike patra m-i-k-e-a-p-o-t-r-i-a i was fielding some questions out there this morning on twitter so thank you for those who threw them over there uh love doing that kind of stuff and uh that was mostly because you know we had some technical difficulties uh you know i was doing a solo show Uh, everything was going good. The mic check was on, it was working, but for some reason it said that they recorded a finished product, but there was no finished product there. So we do apologize over here at Hoopball. Uh, we pride ourselves on, you know, being able to produce a show every single day. And when we, uh, you know, kind of missed the mark on that one, that was me. I'll take that one off the chin. Uh, you know, it's all right, but we're back on it. We're back on the horse. We're looking to take down a nice GPP tonight. So uh, that's all we have for you over here at HoopBall and the HoopBall family. As always, guys, we thank you for listening. Go we'll give that nice thumbs up, five-star rating review. And then, Bretton, I'll let you take us out. And, uh, you know, why don't you, why don't you hit us with – I'm going to put you on the spot because I didn't even tell you we're going to do with this. The one player who, let's say, is $8,200 or less, so it can't be a star that you are excited about watching tomorrow or today. Oh, you have to put me on the spot. Dragic, just go with Goran. Love it. Love it. Big games from Drogic. I'm hoping from it too. So thank you guys for listening. Take care. Stay safe. And let's go crush some GPPs.
1: This has been a Hoop ball presentation.